listen. Friendship. Entertainment. Cinema 7, I'm your host Mario B, and I am balding. In other news, uh, I'm here to talk to you about all kinds of different things this week. Um, I've been extremely busy, so I apologize for anyone who listened to the last episode I posted and was like, when the heck is this the next episode coming? Well, here it is, and I'm going to talk to you about a bunch of different things I've, I've seen since the last episode. Uh, You know, there's been a boys trailer. Just recently, there's a Mission Impossible trailer. Stranger Things 4 stuff. uh, Marvel talk. um, More Johnny Depp and Amber Heard stuff, obviously. Doctor Strange. I saw Doctor Strange. I think it's... Everyone's kind of talked about it uh, a lot. Uh, Moon Knight ended. Uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds came out. I watch a lot of shows, people know, so... Um, Obi-Wan and Star Wars Celebration is coming up. Super pumped. So, you know, I'm just going to try to talk about a bunch of different things, keep the episode short, keep my uh, opinion short, because nobody needs too much of that. Well, I'm going to attempt to keep my opinion short. I do tend to rant and get really into something, and sometimes I... I really try to articulate what I'm thinking and what's going on in my mind, and it can be very confusing. So I apologize if I don't articulate something the best. Um, it's hard to translate the uh, jumbled mess that's in my head to words sometimes. So hopefully you guys understand what I'm saying, and it makes sense. And whether you agree or disagree, I hope you listened and, you know, think that I'm somewhat educated. Uh, Well, it's not that I, I'm not educated. I don't want to say I'm like an expert or I'm super educated on some of these topics. Some of it is just speaking my feelings and my raw emotion on them. And sometimes it's hard to, as I said, translate the jumbled mess in my head to uh, this microphone. So sometimes I don't really get to say a lot of what I want to all the time. And sometimes I say too much of something I probably don't have to say a lot of. So take it as you is. I appreciate you being here. Let's get on with it. But let's start it off with the boys. There was a big boys trailer that got released. There was a, a little like interview thing they did with some of the people involved with the boys. I forget who did it, uh, what website it was. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, Jetson Ackles, Jetson Ackles, however you say his name, from Supernatural, looks great as a superhero. Um, from the pe- from what I've seen, the pe- anybody from Supernatural would probably be great as a superhero. 
Uh, the trailer looks fantastic. It looks like it's going to be another good season. I can't wait. I've been super pumped since I last watched uh, season two. I tried to watch the cartoon series they put out, but uh, I wasn't into it. Just couldn't keep up with it or pay attention, watch it, whatever. Um, Mission Impossible put out a trailer. Uh, it's the seventh movie, part one, which I don't know why Mission Impossible needs two parts. I guess this is going to finish up all of Mission Impossible. Hopefully. We'll see what happens. Looks interesting. Um, Stranger Things 4. Like I said, uh, there's there's been some news about how long the uh, episodes are going to be. They're like movie length. Uh, one of the episodes is longer than the entire movie of Free Guy. And there was another movie that they mentioned that was longer than... That's too long. An hour and 55 minutes or two hours for an episode? Like, I don't know if you've watched The Foundation but those on Apple TV, but those episodes are uh, pretty drawn out. And I got pretty bored with watching the show because of that. Not saying the show... The show is fantastic. Uh, the story, the plot, everything's great. The acting is very well done. But I got super bored with the foundation because of how long the episodes felt. And I haven't kept up with Stranger Things since, you know, season two. So I didn't even finish season two. So, uh, I mean, I'm not, I, I guess it doesn't matter because I'm not going to watch it. So if you like Stranger Things and you are excited about longer episodes, more power to you. Hope you enjoy it. Hope it uh, fulfills all of your expectations. What else is going on? Uh, Marvel is introducing a lot of female lead characters. You know, it's it's very overdue, especially since, uh, well, for how long they treated Black Widow, that character. Um, a lot of sexist and, um, I don't know how to describe these people are calling it the MCU, 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 because it's going to be more female-driven, and they think that it's taking away all the male characters or something, I don't know, some kind of toxic masculinity, opinionated bullshit, I, who, get, who gives a fuck, okay? Strange, uh, Dr. Strange was, um, you know, introduced America Chavez, which was cool. She's kind of a power breaker, world breaking character uh, that has nothing to do with her gender or anything like that. But the character was really cool, and I really d dug the character. Um, I don't know what else to say about this. I, I think if you really think that um, they're pushing some kind of female agenda or feminist agenda or something uh and you're thinking too hard about it and you're making a big deal about it you should uh <laughs> you should not i guess i don't know what to say like it's it's a little ridiculous how people uh take these things and make a big deal about them it's almost like uh how they're reacting over the obi-wan kenobi inquisitor ria because she's a female i guess because I have no idea. I mean, is it because she's black? You know, like, what's what's the big fucking deal? I mean, white people have had representation since uh, film started. So, you know, 
quit being a baby about it and just let us enjoy these stories, whether it's a female, a non-binary, a man, a, you know, a black, Asian, Indian, you know, who gives a fuck? Just enjoy the story. Like, I don't understand why this is such a big deal. Um, but if we're going to call it the MCU, I will fully support the MCU. Did I say that right? It's hard. It's almost like a tongue twister. Say it like five times fast. MCU, MCU, MCU. I actually did better saying it there than I did just trying to say it normally. I'm excited. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder looks pretty good. Natalie Portman's dope. Uh, Valkyrie, uh, Tessa Thompson looks amazing in a suit. Um, she's hot in a suit. I gotta say it. She's, she's pretty darn hot in a suit. Everyone's been going nuts about the the Black Panther or Panther Goddess from Thor Love and Thunder, the image they released. You can only see like the top of her head. Uh, I'm excited to find out what that is. Uh, Black Panther, I don't know when the second one comes out. Is it this year or next year? They're filming it, right? I feel like some people believe that Disney is trying to make money off of uh, people wanting these movements or these things to happen instead of actually genuinely trying to make these characters, um, which could be the case. But at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? Because we're getting the thing that we wanted. We're getting it. And the criticism should come afterwards if it's bad because we want it to be better. People just need to relax, you know, and just see if the story's good. I don't know why we always got to find an issue with something just because it's not a certain narrative. And then the same people that bitch about this are going to bitch when other people complain uh, about something being toxic or... I realize I just said bitch about it and stuff, and I know the terminology is usually um, talking negatively about a woman, and I'm talking about women here in the MCU, so I apologize. Uh, it's a, uh, force of habit. I don't mean to negatively talk down or, or negatively impact women or these women coming into the MCU as main characters. It's just that these people need to stop complaining. I don't know. It's, it's people like that who complain about this rising of female lead characters are so um hypocritical you know it's it's just nonsense my foot's falling asleep give me a second Ooh, okay there we go uh i don't know what else to to say about this topic other than um i've seen a lot of it being reported poorly on sites like inside the magic i don't know if anyone's ever used that site for movie news or entertainment news uh don't because there are uh, titles for their articles and, and some of the stuff they write is uh, very conservative and somewhat comes off racist and sexist and stuff. We do need more female black lead characters. I feel like that's something that you know gets put aside too often and people don't really think about. Like if we're going to complain about Rhea from Obi-Wan the Inquisitor, why is she a bad guy? 
why can't a black woman be a good guy? You know what I mean? Like, why can't we complain about stuff like that? I think, you know, Disney or whoever's in charge doesn't really think of those things. Not saying that a black woman can't play a villain, uh, because, you know, there's plenty of actresses out there who could probably have the range and, and the acting chops to be a villain, which would be really cool. But you don't really see black women in the forefront as heroes and um, coming to save the day, which I think needs to be portrayed more. Um, speaking of women and this uh, attack on women through nerds complaining about MCU, uh, I think it's a shame that our country is going backwards and is being ignorant and taking away people's ability to control what happens to their own body. Basic human rights. You know, you are free to do what you wish with your body. A woman, an individual, should have control over what happens with her body or how she sees fit. This whole thing about taking away abortion rights is disgusting. I think that people pushing their political, well, it's not political, it's, it's their own uneducated religious beliefs on, onto politics is disgusting, okay? And to sit there, and then what sucks is the whole, this whole thing comes before we're right now, which is the formula shortage that's happening. So not only that, the country is going to rally behind motherhood and it's going to try and make motherhood seem like, Oh, well mothers need stuff for their babies. And it's, it's like, they're going to turn motherhood into the spiritual backdrop of America through this formula shortage but we can't lose sight of people being able to do what they want to do with their with their own bodies or not only that for their own health or for their own mental health okay so motherhood should not determine one's womanhood an individual their individualism should determine their womanhood if that makes sense okay I, it's just disgusting and I'm getting pretty pissed off about it because even if you're trans and in your mind and in your heart, you believe you, uh, you are a woman on the inside or, and you want to portray that through who you are. And I don't know if I'm saying it right. And I apologize. I'm not trying to be offensive to how you also view your own womanhood. But it should be based on the individual and not based on what they become as a mother. Okay, that's great. You want your motherhood is based on your individual self as a mother. Your your who you are as a woman is based on you as a person as well. So like we need to separate the two or or just leave motherhood out of um the main focus of womanhood, if that makes sense. Cause that's, I'm kind of ranting on now. Um, let me just, let me just say to close this out in a summary that the country is going backwards. Taking away abortion rights is disgusting. 
men should not have anything to say about women's bodies. And the women that support this decision are just as disgusting because you're taking away your own rights. Even if it's your personal belief, you're taking away your right to not only save yourself in case something happens or you need to save yourself during, uh, during a pregnancy, but also you're affecting other women and possibly your children or what have you in the future. And I think that abortion rights is human rights. And the same applies for uh, genderqueer or uh, trans, non-binary. It's all basic human rights for them to be who they want to be. And it's not for you to say. And I listened to um, TED Radio Hour, and they just did this awesome episode on on the uh, the misinformation placed out there on XY chromosomes and stuff, and talked about you know uh, gender and uh, trans, and and interviewed uh, people who have had TED talks about this, which you know there's other people out there with TED talks who you probably shouldn't listen to, but this was a really, uh, a really good, um, ep- podcast episode to listen to. Cause it educate, not only did it educate me, it, it made me see things, uh, from a different perspective. And, you know, it's, it, they're banning books. The same people that are trying to get the abortion rights taken away are banning books about, um, People talking about uh, being gay or saying the word queer, things like that, just to be petty. And who knows why the, it's their fucking political beliefs. But like these government officials that are trying to push the religious beliefs or personal, uneducated, closed minded, discriminatory bullshit onto a country that should be growing outward and progressing forward, not inward, not backwards. Like, I hate to say this for anyone out there, but your personal faith should not determine how things around you are run, okay? People need to accept others, individuals, be open-minded, and let people live the life they should be able to live. Like, church worship should have nothing to do with people's rights. Personal beliefs should not interfere with people's human rights. It makes, this makes like good religious people, like if you're religious and you are open-minded, you should be furious about this type of thing because it makes you look bad. It, it, like if, if you're religious and you're accepting, this is kind of weaponizing your faith and your personal beliefs to look shitty because of these people, these, this older generation. And it sucks. And I'll tell you what also sucks is because not only is, is the LGBTQ and um, women in general just being or trying to be thrown into a society that, you know, is going backwards, but black trans and black non-binary and black women have it a lot worse. And, and, And it's because of not only their own community, but how white people are being washed to view black culture. So we, it's just, it, fr- it frustrates me. And if I'm going to go on about it, I got to change subjects, 
I'm going to rant the entire podcast about how this country is being run by dumb shits because people who are being so uneducated to not only science, but biology too, and thinking that they know how a body works or how uh, a trimester is and, and functions without the proper education, without speaking to an actual doctor or scientist. But then sometimes there's ignorant ass doctors who uh, try to intorp- uh, try to interject their knowledge into a field they don't know or use their personal belief because of their politics and say that these people are, are right. And it's just, it's the country is fucking crazy because we have to be accepting, open-minded, let people do what they want with themselves and, and leave people alone and just, uh, love everybody. It's all about love and not about hate or, or being closed minded. Like I said before, Republicans, right wing, conservative, whatever you want to call it, need to open their mind and be more accepting and stop taking their faith and pushing it onto others into politics. It doesn't work that way. Okay. This is about human rights, not what you think is right. All right. Uh, And to uh, come back down and to change the subject, let's talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Because that is all over the Internet. Uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard is all over the freaking Internet. If we did any old divorce case or anything like that and showed it on TV, nobody would care. And obviously because they're celebrities, people care um, because they're doing there's a lot of everyday things happening to them uh that's being brought to the forefront through uh pop culture and media or i don't know how to phrase it but i hope that makes sense like this celebrity celebrized uh like everyday drama is brought to the forefront by this these celebrities and um I'm pretty sure there's a bazillion people out there who shit in someone's bed because they said, fuck you. I can only imagine what it would have been like if my parents' divorce would have been televised. I'm laughing on the inside. But I just, it's weird, you know. It, I want to say it's a shame, I guess. I did say it was a shame. But in a way, it's not because, you know, they're rich. You know, who, gives, who cares? They're both going to recover and, and still have money at the end of this. Um. Well, maybe not Amber Heard, depending on how much money she has. But, you know, they're both toxic people, it seems like. If Johnny Depp is, I don't know if he was. I mean, if he's clean now, that's great. If he's, Like I said in the last episode, if he's still friends with Marilyn Manson, he needs to stop. Marilyn Manson is a terrible human being. Um, if you've watched Phoenix Rising, the documentary on HBO Max about... Uh, Rachel Evan Wood, who dated Marilyn Manson, and um, her encounter with him, and and how sexually abusive he was, and not only that, like how just how abusive in general he was to her mentally. Uh, Marilyn Manson, go fuck himself. I don't know how anybody can have, be friends with that guy. So Johnny Depp, you are um, a toxic individual already for just being friends with Marilyn Manson and supporting him. Um, you have to. Maybe Johnny Depp's not even friends with Marilyn Manson anymore. Who knows? Maybe uh, he doesn't 
play music with him or whatever they do. Drugs, who the heck knows. It seemed like Johnny Depp was sober from the way he talked in his court case or his plea or whatever they call it when you're crossing examination, I think is what it called. Um, Amber Heard, I know a lot of people are speculating she's crack addict. Uh, she sniffs the cocaine. And um, she may very well be, I don't know. I'm not saying that she didn't go through some stuff with Johnny Depp. And I'm not saying that, you know, she's not crazy. I just think that if you look at a situation, they both were toxic for each other, obviously. Uh, Amber Heard definitely is an abusive individual from the recordings I heard. You don't want to take away her experiences because you want to be able to believe her. Because you don't want that to affect in society how people view, you know, abuse towards women. But at the same time, you don't want the system to be flawed and just say, oh, because she's a woman, she's obviously right. When if, if she is the abuser, then, you know, she, she should be wrong. But enough about that, you know, everyone's all over it and, and it's, it's all over the internet and whatever you think, you know, go ahead, you know, whatever you believe, it's whatever. I know everyone's shipping Johnny Depp's attorney. That's cool. That's fine. Whatever you want to do. You know, skipping from that, you know, we can talk more about uh, Marvel, you know, talking about lawyers and stuff. Apparently the Daredevil TV show is going to continue from where it left off from the Netflix show. Hopefully they continue Luke Cage because I love the Luke Cage show, uh, the presentation of it, uh, the cinematography, the feel. It just was very artsy to me. If it looked cool, um, I liked the moral obligation and and how he chose to be. Um, I guess his his characteristics and his morals in the show Luke Cage was uh, really good, and I. I felt like I could really connect with him being a hero or being uh, this um, image of hope for people, you know? So yeah, hopefully that, hopefully that's good. Um, Moon Knight finished up. Uh, episodes three and four, I think I already talked about last time where I fell asleep. They were kind of boring. I want to... I want to say boring, just not very eventful. In a way, they felt dull. It felt like everything about it just felt gray. Um, episode five was really well done because you got into the character's psyche and you got to uh, really understand the character and it revealed a lot. Um, episode six was just like an action show. It was nonstop, you know. and um, the new, uh, the lady who played Mark Spector's wife, the actress, I'm going to pull up her name because I have no idea what her name is, and I feel like I should. May Kalamai, May Kalamai, she played Mark Spector's wife, and she became, um, I think it's just Scarlet, is what the character is called, just, oh, Scarlet Scarab is who she became. Um, she is a babe. Uh, I am, she's, you know, woman crush run Wednesday. We haven't done, nobody does that anymore. 
she's my woman crush uh, every day. I love the curly hair, the dark eyes. Um, I'm in love. She's a babe. Uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Spectre. Yes. And she was really good. Like to like her and Oscar Isaac had great chemistry in the show. It was the last two episodes were really good. The first episode was really good, and the last two were really good. Really well done. I just I feel like it could have benefited from more episodes. I feel like it ended too quick. I guess that's what happens when you have a large budget for TV shows or or s- series. Um or continuing more Marvel talk. I saw Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness. I don't want to say it was okay or what everyone's saying is mid. You know, I, I thought it was pretty good. I thought the first 20 minutes were, was very cookie cutter Marvel, was very um, uh, generic feeling. Um, the whole wedding thing kind of hit home because he, you know, he still loves what's her name and she's marrying another person and he went to her wedding or what kind of person in general would put themselves through that when they have an ex significant other who they still love. And I guess maybe it's because they care about them and they're showing their support. You got to be an adult, put that stuff behind you. That part, I guess I understand. I just convinced myself how he would do it. Hit home for me. That was uh, really, I tried to, you know, my emotional state connected to that whole thing. Uh, but it was a lot of one-liners. It wasn't very, it seemed very rushed. And then about, you know, maybe 30 minutes after that, it it was uh, pretty good. Um, the cinematography, Sam Raimi is fantastic at cinematography. He's, is it's almost like the perfect matchup for him to, uh, team up with, you know, uh, Sam Raimi doing Dr. Strange. Um, cinematography was good. Like I said, uh, the music, Danny Elfman always does a great job. Uh, Danny Elfman was fantastic. Uh, I almost feel like the metaverse stuff when they showed the Illuminati and all that, it was almost unneeded, unnecessary. Like if you take that out, it becomes more grounded and more focused on strange and Wanda. And I feel like maybe the movie needed that because with the Illuminati stuff, it it, um, it just added a lot of things. And I saw a thing online that said, you know, this movie feels like three movies in one. And I kind of agree that it did. Uh, the beginning was completely different from the middle. And in the end was something entirely different itself. And um, the like how scary they made Wanda too when in, in some of the scenes, especially when he's chasing or she's chasing uh, Doctor Strange and and uh, America Chavez down the hallway after she just murdered the uh, Illuminati was uh, very well done. The tension was there. Um, I don't know. I, I I think I liked it more than a lot of other people, but I didn't think it was the best thing. It also didn't it didn't really tease much. Not saying that a Marvel movie has to tease much, but I I feel like that's come to the expectation that 
the Marvel is going to tease the next thing. And it kind of teased the next thing for just Doctor Strange in general, which whatever that may be with Charlize Theron's character, I have no idea what, what her character is or, or what what she is or what's going on there. You know, just cutting air and opening up a portal is kind of weird, a little cheesy. Um, but overall, I think, I think Sam, if, if they would have gave Sam Raimi a little more free reign with the movie instead of just like the middle and somewhat of the end, I think it could have been a lot better. Though you can tell which parts they let Sam Raimi be Sam Raimi in. Yeah, I, I don't see the, it was good. You know, I, I'd probably, I don't know if I'd watch it again. I might when it comes out. I'm not going to sit here and complain like, you know, Marvel Phase 4 is so terrible. It's all discombobulated or whatever, whatever people are saying. You know, um, Doctor Strange, to me, kind of felt like its own thing. Even though there are hints of more parts of the MCU in it, it did feel more of its individual film by itself if that makes sense um so you know for that i i i think that made me like it more i wasn't a big fan of dr strange one i've been open about that with everyone in my life and even on the podcast i felt like dr strange the multiverse of madness was 10 times better than the first movie and that's mainly because of the stuff I saw that reminded me of Sam Raimi and probably what he was able to do in this movie as a director. Uh, I, I really dug what he did, and I think this movie was way better than the first Doctor Strange. I told you earlier that I watch a lot of TV shows, and uh, that probably is in thanks to my attention span. And uh, I know last time I talked a little bit about Halo and Moon Knight, and um, I talked about how Halo, you know, it's something to watch, and uh, they're trying to be give the character more emotion and uh, more emotional connection with his helmet off, and you know this elaborate backstory they're doing, and especially the Halo sex scene. You know, who thought Halo would have a sex scene? Well, the Halo TV show did. I say give it a chance, at least, just to see if you don't like it or not. But you, you may not like it, okay? You, may, you might not. Just letting you know. But everyone should give things a chance. And uh, Paramount Plus also put out St- Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which I think is absolutely amazing. It is, oh my god, it's such a beautiful show. It's, it, it might be my show of the year. Uh, I mean. It, it, you know, it's it's dumb to say that so early because Obi-Wan hasn't come out yet, but it's such a great modern take on the fundamentals of the original series, Star Trek. How it takes these elements and puts that old school twist on them, you know, where you're going to learn a lesson or there's something that you can, um, that everyone's learning from, you know, that, that kind of imitates something in our society, 
you know, in, in the world today, or, or something that we could use to actually communicate with others or, or how we can all come together type of thing. You know, there, there, there's, it's very metaphorical Star Trek with a lot of the new look and feel to it. And the second episode is fucking amazing. I, I absolutely love the second episode. Third episode was, was really good. The first episode, it was a good way to start, but I, I think it's, I think it was like, okay, that was great. Holy shit. That was awesome. All right. That's good too. So let's see how they, um, do this. I mean, the third episode, there were, there was a lot of things that were kind of con- too convenient, you know, but I, I, they are building up to it in a, in a way. So we'll see if you like. Star Trek the original series or Star Trek Next Generation, you will love Strange New Worlds. Captain's Log, Supplemental. I am left to wonder who made the comet? How many more like it are out there? Was it coincidence that fostered the chance for more life on Per 73? Or something more? Look, we already knew how to turn musical notes into numbers, right? But the computer helped me turn those numbers into numerical coordinates. You're saying the numbers painted a picture? Yes, but not just any picture. The music contained this image. This is a star chart showing the comet's course. Of course, that includes it moving past Persephone 3. You were suggesting the comet was telling us it did not intend to hit Persephone 3. Yes. It meant no harm. That was the message. But if I had not interfered, it would have destroyed the planet. Okay, here's where things get weirder. When we zoom in on the image, we find this shape. And this is an image of the chunk of ice that broke off from the comet as Lieutenant Spock flew his mission. They're identical. You're saying the comet sent this message before Spock was able to correct the comet's course. We recorded it hours earlier. It is highly improbable the comet could have randomly guessed the shape the ice the falafa take with such accuracy. Unless your flight was foretold. You're suggesting the comet had foreknowledge of future events? The comet's flight path and its, I don't know, mission to seed that planet was predicated on you flying that shuttle to move it. It knew its fate, you might say. Thank you for your report, cadet. And talking about Star Trek, when the hell is the Orville coming out with a new season? I've been waiting for way too long. Give me Hulu, Seth MacFarlane, give me the Orville, okay? Because now I have to rewatch season one and two to, to, to just to whenever this comes out. I'm going to have to rewatch the whole thing because I don't remember and it's been too long. It's like what happened with Attack on Titan. Obi-Wan comes out next week. Uh, Star Wars Celebration is next week. I have tickets. It's in Anaheim. Um, would leave Wednesday, come back Sunday. Sunday or Monday? I don't remember. But, you know, it's going to be a by-myself type of trip. Going to go to the Disney Park, go to the Star Wars Park for the first time. I'm going to go to Disney Park for the first time in general. 
Um, it's kind of scary because I'm, I'm doing it by myself and I've never gone on a trip like this by myself except when I go visit family. You know, obviously I, I drive and I took an airplane last year for Thanksgiving by myself and I did all that. But, you know, going somewhere that far away and, and you know, exploring something like that by myself is a whole different ball game. So I'm excited. Uh, Obi-Wan, I can't wait. If you're a Star Wars fan, I can't wait. Uh, MCU. M- I M- C- MCU. 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 The M-C-U. 100% all in. The boys. I can't wait as well. Um, go see Doctor Strange. Also, go see everything, everywhere, all at once. Because that movie was awesome. If you still haven't seen it, please go support that movie. It is a, it's amazing. Okay, it's, it's the best movie you'll see all year. Trust me. Uh, but with that, you know, I've kind of run my course a little bit with this episode. Of, I've talked real fast trying to get things. There's, there's a lot to talk about. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot more to talk about that I just missed or forgot about that, you know, that came out or. Um, news that broke since the last time I had an episode. Um, like I said, I've been very busy. Uh, there's a lot of things going on, so I apologize. Um, but you know, until next time, hopefully it's next week. Hopefully, I don't know when it's going to be. Uh, I appreciate you for listening to this episode. I appreciate you for tuning in. What do you guys think about the state of Netflix right now? I feel like Netflix is. you know, them raising them prices, thinking about adding commercials. It's and Netflix is getting a little, little boring, a little dull. You know, I've watched some things on there, like the Marilyn Monroe documentary, Three Mile Island. I tried to watch recently. Uh, Ultraman's on there, so I appreciate that. But it's it's Ultraman still needs some work. Um, their version of Ultraman. Oh, Shin Ultraman came out. I can't wait to see that. I hope it gets released over here apparently it's doing really good in japan um a big ultraman guy so yeah we'll see um let me know what you guys think of what's going on with netflix and uh you know what's your favorite streaming service um i kind of go through bouts of like like last month or month before it was hbo max um because i was watching young justice uh, and, and there were some other shows on there I was watching. Now it's Hulu. I'm all about Hulu right now. Um, Paramount Plus, obviously, because of, you know, Strange New Worlds. Halo just finished. Um, I don't know, probably Disney Plus at the end of the month because of Obi-Wan, so. We'll see. Uh, you know, just let me, you know, let me know what your favorite streaming service is. Let me know which streaming service you think sucks. I think that, I love Crunchyroll. I've been using a lot of Crunchyroll recently, trying to find anime to watch. Uh, one thing that pisses me off about Crunchyroll is the um, their interface, just the way you play things and the way their whole setup needs to be fixed, especially on the Xbox. Just Crunchyroll, if you somehow hear this, even though you probably won't, or if you're part of Crunchyroll, fix your interface. Make it easier. Just make it better. Okay, thank you. And you know, I want to try something different. 
um, you know, I've been struggling with uh, self-love for a long time, and I thought maybe on the podcast I could read a, a quote about self-love and, and how to, um, you know, uh, help you or help me at the same time about loving yourself. And, um, you know, we, there's a lot of things in life that challenges, challenge us. And, um, sometimes that challenge is good. Sometimes that challenge is healthy. And sometimes we take the challenge negatively and there can be unhealthy challenge where people make you feel terrible and it's not the correct way to go about it. And you are left feeling miserable and you hate yourself because you feel at fault or whatever the case may be. You, you um, take things really hard and, and you beat yourself up for it. But um, you have to learn how to take accountability in certain situations if someone is genuine about how they challenge you. Challenge your friends and in a, obviously in a healthy way to change and be better. And if you're not doing that, I don't know. And you need to take that that in a healthy way and learn to change and adapt um, for the better. And sometimes that's really hard. And it's really hard to love yourself at the same time. So you know, all I'm gonna and so every episode I'll probably end with you know a self love quote because you have to challenge yourself not only to be better and learn from the your experiences, but you have to challenge yourself to be better towards oneself. You have to look inward and love who you are. So, you know, this first one I'll start off is, in order to love who you are, you cannot hate the experiences that shaped you. And you might not love some of the things that you've done, or, you know, you might think about things you did months ago, like, how could this have been different? What if I did this? What if I did that? You know, there's no way of saying, hey, don't stop that because, you, oh, oh, okay, wow, I'll stop that. I'll stop thinking about how I could have been better. Or even if you believe in your heart that you were right and you were still somehow beating yourself up for something, you learn from that experience, take that, that lesson and be better towards whatever comes next. And with that, um, I appreciate you guys for listening to this episode. I am out. Be safe. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. And I'll see you guys hopefully next week or down the road sometime. I love you. I love you in every universe. Assist you or do you get the picture? If you don't budge, I'm gonna have to hit you.
Yo, the lace is loose and fist tight. I never lose if it's fight. 